Rob Edwards here, and this is Talking About Rock, sponsored by School of Rock, North Buffalo. I am so excited to have today's guest with us to talk about their new album, Kill the Beautiful, out September 23rd, from Scream Taker, Buffalo Music Hall of Fame member Jim Cream, and the legendary drummer, Vinny Apice. We also have with us Charlie Cav, the owner of Deco Entertainment, and Artie Dillon, the producer of the album. How's everyone doing today? <laughs> hey, what's up, Rob? Good. What's going on? Good. Sorry, sorry, I was Great late. to be here, Rob. Thank you guys for joining. We really appreciate it. So I was going to start off, I guess, we might as well start off talking to uh, Charlie first and tell us about Deco a little bit, right? This is a new venture maybe for you guys starting up? Yeah, it is. It's been around for about two years. Uh, myself and my partner, Bruce, um, started it, um, I guess, about two years ago. Uh, we got distribution through 88 Warner Brothers. And in the past two years, it's really grown fairly quickly. I and mean, we've got, you know, 50 plus artists, 70 or 80 releases out already. So we're, we're pretty happy with the, the progress. We're happy with the, the folks we work with. Uh, I mean, Screen Taker's great, um, which is awesome. I think we got introduced to uh, their manager. Uh, we also work with, with Vinny's brother Carmine on, on some projects. Oh, no. Yeah, did you know that, Vinny? <laughs> oh, oh. I just did I just this keep, whole interview. Keep talking. I'll be right back. I got right. <laughs> Anyway, so, uh, yeah, so we, we've been around for a while. we got a, a bunch of projects coming up. You know, um, we have a, actually a John Atwistle project just went on the pre-sale yesterday. So we have a, a, oh. like a volume one, a volume two. So much unreleased stuff we found in the archives through uh, – is John Entwistle band partner, Steve Luongo and, and John's son, Chris. So we got a, a lot of cool stuff coming up with that. And we kind of run the gamut. We've got a brand new Tiffany record. Uh, I don't know if I should say that on a metal show, but it's uh, it's pretty rocking. Actually, Tracy Guns plays on a track. and the rest Okay, of the well, that makes it rocking then, right? Yeah, they, they actually yeah. do this great cover of uh, Keep On Swinging from uh, Rival Sons. And it's 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 like L.A. Guns with Tiffany front. Nice, yeah, we'll be talking to Rival Sons coming up. Nice. Yeah, it's, it, that's pretty badass. So we got, so we got that, and uh, we do a lot of stuff with the Bouchard brothers, uh, formerly of Blue Oyster Cult. Um, so, so we got those folks, 10 years after. Uh, Dave Blick, Bickler from Survivor. Uh, we got another record coming out from him. Just a lot, lots of cool stuff in, in the works. And besides doing the records, you know, we, ha we have a, a full production company, so we're working on some documentaries. Um, one of them will be uh, the band Union. We've got that in, in the works. We just did some reissues for them. We've got the uh, Angel documentary in the works, which that's my the, my moonlighting gig on the side. Uh, and then we just got involved with a bunch of graphic novels. We've got a great one, uh, the Blue Oyster Cult story, Imaginos, that was created by Sandy Perlman. We're working on Albert with. So that's going to be a, a comic book coming out and a couple more after that. It's just Lots of really cool entertainment, multimedia things happening. So I think in art, you're going to have to talk afterwards because I, I think we got to we got to hook up on some stuff. So excellent, excellent. So a lot of cool <laughs> stuff going on at Deco yeah. Entertainment. So let's get into what we want to talk about here for the uh, Kill the Beautiful album. So Jim, why don't you tell us about writing this album actually? So I, I think it actually started out it was going to be a Jim Crean record, right? That's not Jim. That's Jim's shadow. Oh, yeah, Jim, maybe we, yeah. Can, we can shed some light on the darkness there. Jim's silhouette. <laughs> and I'm Jim, start. That's his alter ego, Jim Cream. Uh, Cream. Uh, <laughs> oh, the Iceman, or Vinny. <laughs> the Iceman. Yeah, um, Mr. Freeze. Mr. Yeah. Freeze. <laughs> call me. Um, yeah, so, I mean, what happened was, you know, it was during COVID when we started writing this album, me and Steph Hahn out of um, France. You know, he's played with uh, Paul Diano from Iron Maiden and 
uh, Hollywood monsters, a bunch of stuff. So uh, me and Vinny have been working with Steph for a few years now. And um, we just started writing songs, me and Steph. And um, we didn't know what it was going to be for, Green Album or whatever. And uh, the songs were just coming out real heavy, like real just heavy songs. And as you, as we were writing these songs, I finally said to Steph, I go, you know, we got to get Vinny involved in this because this is right up Vinny's exactly. alley. Exactly. So Vinny, just, when he brought these tunes to you, what did you think? Did you think this was really something special you heard or what were your first thoughts? Yeah, when I heard them, I loved uh, I loved the songs. I loved the chords and the mood and um, uh, you know lyrics, everything. It was as Jim said, up my alley. Yeah, um, <clears throat> and he played me. He sent a couple of songs. I said, "Oh man, I love this stuff." You know, the heavier the better, and it's uh, it just fit my style. So I put some drums down on the first couple of tracks, and it really gelled um i love the way it was written i like the uh stefan has some strange chords sometimes you know i worked with him on his actual solo record that was a while ago and uh, i like the way he writes i like the way he he uh changes up the chords and the structures and stuff yeah, the changes are really cool, and a lot of yeah. the uh, tracks you have a little bit of a Sabbath overtone, and there's a little bit of Dio in there feel to some of this stuff too, which I really like. Yeah, yeah. When I first played it, after I did the drums and we listened to it, it was like the whole room went dark, and a howling wind came in and <laughs> freaked me out. And the candles went out. Oh no, the candles got blown out. Yeah, everything. It was like, oh, this is right. Cool. And then we had a master mixer, Artie Dylan. Yeah, I was gonna say Artie. So what was it like working with these guys here? Producer Artie, Artie Dylan. Artie's here too. I can't believe it. Uh, <laughs> it. It was really, um, it was a huge learning process for me because uh, from a production standpoint, and I know Charlie can probably attest to this. When, when you're when you're working with when you work with a lot of people that aren't at Vinny's level or Steph's level or Jim le uh, Jim's level. Production-wise, you find yourself starting your mix by fixing a lot of stuff. And I started the record with the perspective of, okay, I'm going to treat the drums this way, I'm going to treat the vocal that way, I'm going to treat the guitars and bass this way. And I first, the first mix I sent back to Vinny, Vinny goes, yeah, the mix sounds great, but that's not my drum sound. You made me sound like Greg Bissonette or somebody. So I had a really, hey, like, Greg's a approach. great drummer. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, so it, it was like sound. that it wasn't Vinny sounds and I think like you know here's the first time where I'm trying to you know, adding samples and trying to make it sound super modern long story short too late um, I, I realized like this is the first time this is like a producer engineer's dream to work with things that they're already good there's very little I have to do to make them sound good put the faders up and it's really it's all there so the more natural I made things um, the better they sounded, the more realistic they sounded. And I think sonically, I know Jim, we had talked about it previously, was um, really getting something that evokes the era of Holy Diver, Last in Line, that sort of era of record. And in uh, reading a bunch of interviews with, with Angelo and stuff, I, I, I tried to sort of recreate digitally that mix chain with emulations of Neve consoles and analog tape and tried to sort of invoke a little bit of how that album was mixed those albums were mixed and just greater stuff in that era. And uh, I, I think we got really close because it, it I, I, everybody who asked me about the record, I, I, I often say if there was if there was a sequel to that era of Dio, it would be this. 
Yeah, yeah. definitely. I, the I, album's I, outstanding lyrically and musically. And there's a lot, like I was saying a minute ago, there's a lot of those hints. There's like those those Sabbathy riffs and those Sabbathy drums and there's the Dio charging guitar riffs. It's definitely there's all parts of that in there. Other stuff too, but that's that's definitely a big part of a lot of the tracks, you know. Yeah, I yeah. I, I love the production already, and it's interesting to know that you actually went the other way and kind of fell back into this. Because uh, Vinny, I mean, you've got a very unique sound. I mean, you can definitely tell it's you when you're playing. Oh, definitely. Well, There's no doubt. I did There's those no drums doubt. here in this room, but but when it, when I told Artie we got to get my drums now, those drums are growling. He didn't process them, over process them, and I love the sound of, on on this album. You know, mm. it's yeah. just like badass boom so what it rings a little bit yeah it know? sounds like a really clean drum tracks to me that's what i that's what i get yeah but they're really you know there's no gates there's no it's raw it's great drum sound that fits those songs you know Artie did an amazing job yeah i really like the tracks <laughs> oh, i've been listening thank you to. thank you so much <laughs> he did well, an amazing job but we probably won't use them on the next record <laughs> right. oh they already looking for somebody else next record all right <laughs> All right, so let's let's talk about the single you guys released, uh, Stone Cold. Jim, tell us about the first single there. I, I keep singing it over in my head that that's any clue, but <laughs> we were that gotta be loud song. in your head. Sing it over loud. <laughs> yeah, that was the first one we did, and um, what happened was uh, a buddy of mine, uh, Robbie Chaytek from the Goo Goo Dolls, hosts. As a matter of fact, today it's I'm, I'm leaving for that tonight. Um, yeah, I'll he, see you there later. Yeah, is that right? He uh, does this thing called Music Is Art, so at that time when we recorded stone cold he said he called me and said well i need a i'm gonna i want to finance a video for you and you know i want you to be the premier guy that i want to premiere this video for for uh, music is art so i called Vinny and i called stuff i said let's make a video and it's really all we were going to do with it just kind of for, for music is art and we did like a it was pretty wild, right, Finn? We did like a horror type. Yeah, I didn't movie. actually know what it was going to be for. And Jim just said it's a horror thing. I was going to say, yeah. I fucking put some glasses on. Yeah, it was cool. It, it's weird. Big it's weird, cross. but cool, man. I had Different. To, yeah. So um, the video is fucking crazy. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. It, can you say crazy? You can <laughs> say whatever you want, man. This is the internet. You can say whatever you fucking want. So, yeah, so, check right. that video out. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna play the fucking video for Stone Cold here. We'll be right back with these guys in just one moment on talking about rock.
So we had to sit for. All right, we're back here on talking about rock. Just checked out the video for Stone Cold. Excellent. So I've I've been listening to the tracks, you know, last couple days here, and I wanted to kind of talk about them a little bit individual, if we could, more in depth a little bit. The one that really struck me as I really liked was was uh, Eternity, lyrically, musically, really sounds like a, a, a radio song, a favorite playlist song for sure, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Just the way it comes across. Uh, which one is that? <laughs> I don't know. Jim, do you remember what you know, I'm talking about? Jim? I don't know the, I don't know the titles, but I know the riffs because I'm um the riff man riff you're the riff man so jim do you know what i'm talking about with eternity which one is that jim um i'm trying to think too uh that one was um <laughs> yeah um yeah that was a good one well, you that's keep a good saying song. eternity that's catchy yeah, yeah I, I like that track so we'll move on so the other one i really liked a lot was uh blind man oh yeah you definitely jim you hit your vocal stride here for sure it was uh great guitar runs definitely from steph and really, the band really pulls together on this track, big time, a big force well, on that tune. Well, I think, I mean, three of us, me, Vinny, and me, Vinny, and Steph wrote, wrote these songs. So what happened was the three of us would write kind of, like, Steph would send me the, the music, then I would write all the lyrics and all the melodies. And then I'd shoot over to Vinny, and Vinny would write the drums and then rearrange stuff, you know? So Vinny did a lot yeah. of rearrangements. And it was cool because well, the three of us really just kind of used our own little uh, way of writing songs and wrote them together that way. So yeah. the songs really came together really cool. And like you said before, you were saying about like, or maybe you already said it about Dio. Like, that wasn't the intention. We just wanted to write, make a good record. And it just right. kind of happened to fall right. Yeah, there's just those little little bits and pieces of overtones in some of the songs. You know, there's some yeah. of the drum tracks or some of the guitar definitely that feel definitely in uh, one of the other one of the later songs i wanted to talk about but the other one that was kind of different for me when you're reading the title of it curse of the werewolf it's it's one. almost like a love song almost in a sense that's my favorite one you know great lyrics like, on that by the way i like, really thanks, like man. that yeah i i watched the movie curse of the werewolf that day and um <laughs> i did i watched the movie that day and i was like I'm, but I wrote this, the the songs totally written about different of that. It's nothing to do with that. Right. It was about about a guy who was you know bitten by a werewolf and kind of and then be, be you know stuck to be this for the rest of his life. And then he started doing it. And so the words on that one, I really took my time to write that. But Vinny played. What I liked about that one was Vinny, especially that one, because we were we didn't, we're no ballads. We didn't want any ballads, no love songs, no cheesy love songs. This album's full throttle. Yeah metal rock song album yeah and so that song is a ballad i guess we'd call it but it's heavy yeah it's a it's a slower song like i said it's almost like a, like a love song like like i like curse of the werewolf you're not thinking it's going to be what it is right when you get that yeah. when you hear that title. my favorite but, one on the album though but very, did a very hell cool of a job track. yeah that's a great the whole track. album the other... has a tone to it the, the tone of this album is you know heavy it's dark it's sabbathy a bit Dio. Yeah, and, definitely. Uh, I want to get into that more. So the other tracks no, that are definitely no, no, stand out yeah, for that. No fucking love songs and all that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the other tracks that stand out, Burning Flame, there's definitely a, a driving Geo Force for Burning Flame for sure. That's a, love, that's, love that track. That song, me too. I listened to that one and already did a hell of a job. So initially that was like one of my least favorite ones, Burning Flame. That was one of the last ones we wrote. And if you remember, Vinny, we needed one more song because um, I told Charlie we we're going to give him 12 songs. So that was the last one we did, this Burning Flame. So I sent it over to Vin. 
And I came back and I was like, okay, you know, he's banging a song out type of thing. Right. And so that's kind of what, in my opinion, at first it was just a bang out song, right? And then I sent it over to Artie, and before you know it, he sent it back to me, and I went, "Holy shit, this this is like one of my favorite songs." Definitely, so got a hold of it, catchy. man. It all came yeah. together. Definitely yeah. a great track. Great. Another it's, track I really like was uh, "Frontline." It's almost like a call to arms in that song that kind of gets yeah. you pumped and gets you riled. I really like that track a lot. Uh, the other one, Shine On, it's just it's, at the beginning of that, just got that Sabbath groove. It's like it's like re, guys reinvented Hand of Doom or something with that yeah. song. It's, yeah. That's what it, that's what it's that's the feel I get. That's the sound I get. I don't know if that was like thought about at all or in the mix or anything. But when I hear that, that's what beckons back to me. You know what I mean? That's why I get the Sabbath and it, all the deal influence and stuff right. like that's right here. You then when the album sounds sonically good and heavy, like you want to crank it up, you know, and uh, yeah hear those sounds the tones of everything you know so definitely definitely and the other track Dude, that's it's really just out too bad we're not using Artie again that's so <laughs> yeah well you know Artie, that, man, that what happened on this album, ass, anyway <laughs> yeah it's pain yeah, yeah. sends me the track Artie put the snare up a little bit more Artie. Artie had a great freshman release but unfortunately he's time has come great job Artie Oh yeah, man, they're busting on you, Artie. You want to talk uh, later, man? Let me know what's going on. It doesn't get any better than this record, so I'm just going to retire after this. So. There you Great. go. You can't beat this record, so you left on a high <laughs> note. <laughs> I'm like I'm the Jerry Seinfeld of uh, of metal production. Oh man, man. <laughs> uh, another track I really like, Jim, because I, I love the lyrics. These words you speak, outstanding yeah. drums, great yeah. guitar tracks on this, and another song where the vocals and the music just gel right together for me you know that one Vinny arranged that one because initially it was a mess really the song oh was, yeah 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 remember that yeah. there's so many different parts and it was, i came up with so many ideas and the words were just cool the words were really good but it wasn't really flowing and then Vinny said hang on and and in Vinny's expertise he took it and he chopped it up and, and, and kind of rearranged it and then we re-recorded it and now it's yeah. it's a really cool tune I think it's an outstanding song on there for sure. It's an outstanding album. I love the Sabbath and Dio influences for all us metal fans out there. Definitely. It's great. Yeah. And I got, I got one quick thing for Vinny. I got one quick thing for you. Why the hell are you not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? That's all I want to know. Because they're a bunch of ass fucking assholes. <laughs> That's all I want to know. Why you're not in there. That's only my only ah. question really for you. I mean, you know, Sabbath wasn't in it for how long, right? They got in it, and uh, I've been to that place, and there wasn't really much of Ronnie in there either. Right, you I know? stood in front of one showcase, one of metal stuff, thing, and that was you know? it. It's like this Ronnie, come on, Rainbow, Man on the Silver Mountain, uh, Long Live Rock and Roll, and then Sabbath, Heaven and Hell album, and the rest of the albums we did, and then Dio, and he's only in there for like this 12-inch square a placemat or something you know and yeah uh, they'll mention me you know it's like hey you know what i've been around i'm still around from all these years so i guess it doesn't count for anything you know yeah i think it's crazy we all know that they're uh they don't really have their shit together there and it's it, i don't know what it took to get judas priest in this year but they're finally yeah, yeah, going like, in, they're but... not in there come on yeah, I know. It took it took like we had a move a boulder and then uh, Dolly Parton was going to be put in a weird shit. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. I and just wanted to note on that. That's 
Doesn't make any sense. Dolly Parton, she's heavy, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, she actually, she actually stepped down. Heavy. She stepped down. She said, I don't want to go in. I don't but deserve to be in. And she's mind. right, right? You're not a rocker. I love you, Dolly Parton, but you're not a rocker. Actually, the Holy that's what I say. How come you're not in the Hall of Fame? I didn't want to go in, you know. I'm hanging out with Dolly and <laughs> you got better things going on. <laughs> Or you the Green Taker record is going to feature Dolly Parton, so it's going to be great. Nice. <laughs> I was just going to say the Holy Diver album influenced pretty much Everybody. every musician from my generation. That should be well, in the I, I, I say I say definitely, yeah, definitely. That my generation. I say, I say of, Holy of Diver and um, Live and Heaven and Hell. Heaven and Hell. Heaven and Hell. Heaven and Hell, heaven, heaven and hell too. Heaven but Holy hell Diver for me was like a huge album when I when I I. That's still one of my favorite albums. Which one? Every, every so much stuff was built on. I meet people like, oh man, Holy Dive, Dave Grohl, you know. Yeah, when that's I what I mean. Here now, and those guys are all my generation of musicians. Influenced by that album, you know. Exactly. They even went to Sound City to record their album, Nirvana, because there was a platinum Holy Diver on the wall. And they said, that's it. We got to record here. This album was done here. I mean, there's a great influence on on so many. Yeah, music. I think there should be like a metal. We didn't know. We just made a good record. Real music, you know. You know? We just did what we did. And yeah. Became this legendary thing. So, just went double platinum, and you know, it's been a while, but pretty cool. Yeah, one of my favorite albums for sure. Heaven and Hell, Bob Rules, Light, Light Evil. Love that. Stuff. Yeah, I haven't heard that in years. Yeah. But great stuff. So, uh, what else you guys got going on? I heard that you might have some touring maybe popping up, maybe Brazil, maybe South America. Jim or Vinny, you guys got any info on that? Well, I'm going out with Last in Line in about 10 days. We're doing a couple of shows, and then uh, we got a couple of shows in October. Then November, we do like two weeks, and uh, some in, the, in December. So, I'm going to be doing that. And luckily, I've been doing a live stream Tuesday, 4 p.m. L.A. time. Yeah, I catch those every once in a while. Yeah, actually, I played I played a couple of these songs, you know, on there, um, and uh, that kept me. In I've been doing it for two, over two years. It was supposed to be like a four month thing, and they kept saying, "Well, you want my drum company sponsors it. You want to keep going?" I said, "Yeah." So every Tuesday I do this, and uh, it's it's kept me in shape. It makes me practice. It's it's fucking great, you know. So. And I played these songs many times on him. People go, wow, who is that? <laughs> and yeah. then the other songs I play, I keep getting the copyright thing going up. You ah, right? Yeah, you're not the only <laughs> one, right? Yeah. Copyright <laughs> thing. I go, fuck you. You know, I'm on the fucking record. <laughs> Why? Your, your, your audio has been muted in. Yeah, you can't play more than like 20 oh, seconds or something. Yeah. Wait, what, I'm not selling anything on here. You know, so when I play our stuff right now, uh, I don't have that problem, you know, and uh, stuff I did with Carmine, that one, that's not a problem, but I can't play. I think I played uh, Holy Diver. What did I play? One of the songs. And all of a sudden I saw all the views go down, trickle down. They were like live about 200 views. It went all the way down to 38. I went, uh-oh, now what did they do? So. I told everybody, let's log on again. I logged on. They were all back. So they cut the, the views. because They cut, they the, they cut the feed. Yeah, they stopped the feed. Assholes. Yeah, they blocked it. Yep. It happens. Yeah, definitely. But then yet they can put on a live stream of the guy shooting people the other day. Right. You know, that, that's okay. 
you know right that nobody checked that before like a delay right that's a oh. very very good point it's only when it matters it's Cut money it doesn't matter if it's somebody dying it just matters if it's money <laughs> yeah it's like that guy got on and then i get cut playing my song no, it's, it's crazy how quick they take it down too it's like in a matter of, of minutes if not seconds i'm right? playing a song and i'm looking and going holy yeah. shit all it's the, the algorithm that they use and yeah. there's there's a couple of there's a couple of tricks that we might be able to we'll, we'll talk another time Vin. there's with, with oh, really? a couple of ways around that but uh, yeah the algorithm that they use it's it's not somebody at least on on youtube it's a different story because i've i've come up against that with on my youtube channel um with a bunch of stuff not being capable or copyright uh, strikes yeah. against it but long story short fa facebook is a different story and it's been very dangerous since the end of 2020 when they when they stripped everybody was going online and just trying to monetize their live streams and you know they put the kibosh on that immediately so yeah. the algorithm has this we this criteria that it uses and it grabs you immediately yeah we don't do live, that many live streams on our show anymore on facebook and uh the algorithms on youtube are just a pain in the butt i almost dropped youtube altogether and just decided to go to all the streaming services because it's just it's, it's crazy what, what we could do at least for the anything that's in the warner brothers family we can we can get the sites whitelisted so they won't pull the stuff down for you i mean that's just that? a record yeah i mean maybe hit me up Vinny, and we, we can work out at least for that because i think obviously i think the sabbath stuff and, and deal stuff will be in the, in the warner brothers family if i'm not it is. Oh, yeah it is it yeah. is that's why yeah uh, yeah so maybe we can work on that for you and it's just yeah. you know if you don't do it ahead of time that's exactly what happens and we have even well, on, on our sites filled my base place said well you you can uh what do you, you know, tell them I'm going to be playing this song and I'm on the writing of the song, I'm on the album, all that. And uh, I said, but I'm doing this every week. <laughs> right. Am I going to have to call day. you every week and ask you? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just like, yeah. And I've even taken some intros out. Maybe that would squeak by, but that didn't work either. But Apathy Brothers one. channel, there you go. Apathy Brothers channel, do your I own. Tried, I tried <laughs> Holy Diver. This is the Holy Diver that the, the streams went all the way down. So I went, oh, fuck, okay. So then I go on Facebook and I see this really hot looking chick playing Holy Diver on drums. Right. She got 2 million views. So I went back, how does she get 2 million views? I can't even play the song. So I started, I played half a Holy Diver on a video and put it up. And that was okay, but you can't stream it. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yep, that's yeah. definitely it. So I don't know, I don't know if we touched on them, but the tour dates for Brazil, South America. Jim, do you have any info about what's going on with him yet? Jim's the man. Yeah. Well, nothing yet. I mean, we, we have a couple offers in Brazil. Um, and then, you know, like Vinny said, he's he's going out with Last in Line and um doing some great shows with them. And um they're a great band as well, Last in Line. Um, Vin, you got a new C single that came out. Yeah, we got an EP coming out in uh, November. A single we did a day in the life, day in the life of by the Beatles. It's a cool thing with a cool video. That's out now. So that's doing cool. Good. Cool. And you guys gonna be bringing back your drum war show again? We hope so. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, we so, do great. Artie's uh, in it with Online's us. Online's in charge of that. Yeah. He's excellent excellent hope to see you out in buffalo doing that again i caught that a while back and well, i love like it forgetting the parts and stuff you know <laughs> and, and, oh my gosh oh Gardy, they're just the busting you man what's up <laughs> uh, all well, right 
Awesome. I just got well, no comment. That's <laughs> all right. Well, I, oh, that say, was me. I thought I thought you were talking about Carmine keeps forgetting. No, the parts. Carmine. That's a little more. Carmine. He said right. Carmine. Yeah, well, Carmine. folks, thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate it. So, Kill the Beautiful from Screen Taker coming out September twenty third from Deco Entertainment. You can get your pre orders now going on. You guys can check that out. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate it today. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Yep. And if you, you folks out there want to know more about us, you have comments or questions, please feel free to email us at talkingaboutrocketgmail.com. Like yeah. us and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And for this video right now, it'll be on YouTube, but you can catch it on all the streaming services coming really soon. Guys, again, thank you so much for being here. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank Sorry, you, I was late. Appreciate it, man. Did I miss That's all right. We'll let you forget, though. All right. Bye bye. You know why I got relatives here? It threw me I off. I hear you. No problem, man. <laughs> Have a good day, man. <laughs>